Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. Happy holidays, and week 16 of the NFL is upon us. It is kicked off with the two top picks of the 2021 draft with playoff hopes on the line. But as always, we got our previews for the holiday action and a special holiday locks and dues list. So don't forget to sit back, stay warm, and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen and Christian, we are back here on uh, Thursday before Christmas. Uh, all through the house, everything was quiet except for a mouse or um, whatever that goes. Um, it's disgusting weather all across the country. And we actually have a pretty high-stakes uh, Thursday night game going on right now, the Jets and the Jags. Uh, they are tied at three. Um, so just getting underway here. But major uh, playoff implications for, for both these teams. How are, how are y'all doing tonight? Doing pretty solid. Got the holidays coming up. Um, you know, just getting ready for some good sports. And, you know, because you got basketball and the Christmas games there going on. So, yeah, just looking forward to the good time spent coming up. I'm I'm feeling absolutely fantastic after Argentina and champions of the world. Where did I say it? The GOAT was not losing that game. It was simply a game he refused to lose. Great game. Um, glad, glad a lot of people that weren't are not, you know, big soccer watchers got into it and really, really, really probably did game in history of soccer. Like that was New York's electric. I was all over the place, like emotional roller coaster, from punching holes in the wall, from pounding the ground, running around, screaming, uh, doing the uh, things you know people's fans do, where you feel like if you sit in one position, you're like, oh, the team was doing good while I was sitting in that position. Let me stick with this. Um, so yeah, I was all around, but I'm doing well upon the holidays in the spirit. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for a nice slate of games. Yeah, Christian also has a very great holiday hat on. Not that anyone would be able to see it when they listen, but it's it's phenomenal. I love it. Um, okay, so I guess we can start uh, – we can spend a few minutes on this game and then we'll kind of just react as it continues here. Um, but like I said, 3-3 right now. The Jags could – after – what did they start, like 4-8 and eight or something, could very much still win their division. Jalen and I were talking about that on Tuesday. Um, they're red hot, and now especially with the news that Brian Tannehill's out, maybe Malik Willis, maybe the rest of the way for the Titans – um, so this is huge, and for the Jets, if they lose this game, I mean, they're pretty much done in the wild card race, I would say. So this is a huge game. I, what are y'all feeling on this one? Still pretty early on here. Um, I I didn't know what to think of coming into this game. I had to put I'm putting in a very unusual spot for my fantasy league, um, thanks to Jalen Hurts. Um, I did pick up Gardner Minshew, so I had the choice of Trevor Lawrence or Gardner Minshew. And of course, it's a wet, it's a bad weather game, and against a good defense. So I was very hesitant on. I did not start uh, Trevor, and he fumbled on the first drive of this game. So kind of reassuring there. Ah, he's but, gonna get uh, cooking. Yeah, there you go. Colby's already getting his take in. It sounds like, but uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I was like I was probably going to say, I think he's going to get it going, though, here soon, or at least rely on this one game. I saw ETN get a couple broken tackles early. So I'm gonna, I was feeling the Jags more in this one, but uh, questionable performance on the quarterbacks. No, um, it's a Zach Wilson, like, really, like, dude, you got to have a game of your life right now because Mike White is probably coming back next week. And if Zach honestly has a extremely solid performance, you could make the case right to hot wave. You know, I do like Mike White better. It's an interesting game. Like, if you would have looked at this game at the beginning of the year, you would have been like, this is an awful game. Oh, my God, this is a typical Jets Jaguars prime time. That's just put this. This might be the first time we have like this, like two teams together. And you're like, wow, there's huge, huge stakes on the line. And I think Jags, Jags could very, very well win that division. Uh, because with Malik Willis at home with the Titans, I am not a believer in Malik Willis. That dude, they don't trust him to throw at all. So the game plan, if you face a Titans, stop the run, you're set. Um, so yeah, I, I and I hope the Jags somehow just pull this out, out their ass. Um, so yeah, this is great, great game. Excited. Yeah, no, me and Jalen were talking about on Tuesday how like gotta be room for the Jags over. No disrespect to the Titans, but the Jags would be way more fun in the playoffs uh, than the Titans. Um, oh, I just lost my stream. Oh wait, it just came back. Um. But yeah, do y'all, I would say, I mean, this has got to be, right, like the biggest game of Zach Wilson's career. Like, if he like, doesn't do well here, like you said, Christian, I mean, this might be the last, this might be his last chance, which is crazy for a guy that was just the number two pick. And then Trevor Lawrence was picked right before him, and he's already looking like a superstar. So, the, yeah, this is a lot on the line for, for Zach Wilson, especially. I just I just saw a shot of Joe Flacco just in the realms with a jacket on, just ready to go. So hey, don't sleep on Joe, man. He could come in and take over this game if Zach Wilson doesn't do well. Save this franchise, Joe. Please save this franchise. Dude, all we gotta but, do is I mean, get January Joe. The field. January yeah. Joe. Just get just get in the playoffs with Chester and just put Joe Flacco in it. That's in Come on. They'll be guaranteed. No, no. Come on. No, no, guaranteed. How much fear was in Colby's voice when you heard No fear. All right. First of all, the Steelers aren't going to be in the playoffs anyway, so I don't even have a stake in it. I'm just being honest. You you have to know. You you have to admit, January Joe is a completely different guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a decade ago when we were in like the, what, like the eighth grade or seventh grade he was. Not now. Like a. You mean like he was in the first three weeks of this season, popping off and leading the, and one of the top three passers in the league? You mean when they went one and two and like I hear one? I hear he had one, a game was that a playoff draw, game? against Brian. the Browns. Just said, I think Colby just said one playoff win for the Jets. Yeah, right, they there. were down two scores. They're not going to get in left. the playoffs anyway because the Chargers not losing yet. We'll talk well, about that. Chargers, oh. Dolphins, or uh, <laughs> we'll Chargers, Dolphins, that. or Patriots. So I was about to say all three of those teams are very questionable. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll see what happens with there. Y'all are crazy if y'all think Joe Flacco right, we'll is that. capable of a playoff. Yeah, we'll find out, Colby. And then okay. when two two weeks from now, the Jets are in the playoffs, and we're talking about how Joe Flacco is starting, and you're going to be like, God damn it. I, it's happening I, again. I, I would bet, I'm willing to bet a sizable amount of money that that will not happen. <laughs> well, yeah. I was about to say, that's like a 10% chance, maybe less. 
I would say less. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye on this game as it continues. Um, all right. So the first game I see here on the FanDuel slate. Now, actually, it's weird because since it is Christmas, Christmas Eve, most of these games are actually on Saturday. I think there's only like Saturday. three on Sunday since Sunday's Christmas. Um, so the Saturday one o'clock slate. We're going to start with one of the best games, maybe the best game, the best game record-wise. You could argue whether it's the best game or not, but the two two matchup of the two teams with the best records. The Giants at the Vikings. What the- Giants coming off that win um, over the Commanders. Uh, Jalen, you wanna you wanna go with me and Christian first, or you wanna take the floor first uh, for your Vikings? How you feel well, yeah, I might as well take the floor again first, since we're always throwing my game out the way first. That's um, just how Fanduel's putting it. Oh, by the way, Vikings three and a half point Fanduel. favorites. Didn't say that. Before. Yeah, <laughs> is a good point. Fanduel always does put the Vikings first up on here when they're the one o'clock. That that is a great point. I did notice that. I was like, why are the Vikings always like first up? Yeah, <laughs> um, always got me thinking about my own team first. But um, I mean, this one's probably going to come down to the. Co- I feel like this one's just going to be. I want to say coaching, but it's going to also. I think it's once again going to come down to our defense. Um, I'm going to have no questions on our offense. So, no, it's literally can the Giants score on the Vikings defense, and how much can they score? And then how like that's that's literally the question because the Vikings can. We seen the Vikings last week put up 40 and a half, depending on the situation. So, it all the I'm leading the Vikings obviously in this one, but uh, the only way it'll get fronting is if like the Giants and Saquon is just having a night, you know. You know, I think uh, that's a good point on that. This one, yeah, I go back and forth on this game. Um, I think the I mean, I think the Vikings are better, but I don't know how by huge. But the Vikings just have way more of a dynamic passing game. But I'm kind of leaning the Giants here, mostly just because I'm getting the three and a half. And with how close all the Vikings, basically every Vikings game is close. So just the fact that the Giants are a solid, well-coached team. They're getting points. They have a really good uh, defensive front that has really been the key to their success because they're very limited with their passing game. Because they're, I mean, Jalen and I, were, we were talking about on um, Tuesday, we were just going through their receiving core. And it's just like, man, like who even are these guys? Um uh, but you got to give Dayball credit. Daniel Jones has, has improved a lot this year, probably enough to keep his job next year. I mean, we'll see what happens with that. But the Giants' defense, they're physical. I think this is going to be a very close game. Um, so Vikings maybe win a close one, but I'm going to take the Giants just because of getting the three and a half because I do think it's going to be a very close one. Yeah, I'm in agreement. It's like this game is like I, I'm very back and forth on this because how many games out are the Vikings from the Eagles? I think two. two. Yeah, so it's a... But they also lost head to head. So they I guess like second to three. I'm I going to see it be kind of like a foot off the gas pedal type of game where it's not necessarily a must win. And I mean, the Vikings, the Vikings are going to get the two spot. Like I, I, I can't see them lose that. So like, I don't think there's like really much like motivation behind it. Vikings are better in every single aspect of this game. It's just that half point worries me. And I think I think it'll be a close game, and I'll, I'm going to have to take the Giants plus three and a half just because of that half. I can see it just be a field goal game, and Vikings still win it. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm leading. 
I slightly uh, disagree on the part of the gas pedal part because there are the 49ers <laughs> there just because of the 49ers. That is true. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that is the yeah, only that is yeah. the only reason. And how they, many, I feel like they, how, how many they're games? the same record. They're only one or the same record. Yeah, the same record, bro. What the no, Niners? no, no. The Niners have four losses. I think they're ten and four. So yeah, Vikings are up a game, say, but yeah, they're only a game. Yeah, I was say one or the same. That's what I'm saying. They only have one. So these names are sneaky. <laughs> oh yeah, Colby's favorite team, but he hates the quarterback reason. Not for my some favorite. Reason. What are you talking about? That's not true. I love Brock Purdy. Go clones, go. I'm uh, I'm gonna have a real take on this this the Niners Commanders take that I have. This could be my most interesting one here, but we'll get to that. Uh, he's um, going to say, go clones, go. And then he's going to just start being like, yeah, watch this guy fold against the commanders. That's not what I'm, where I'm going, but you'll <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, speaking of uh, gross, t- well, I guess not, we didn't speak of it, but gross, terrible, awful uh, saints at the Browns. Browns are two and a half point favorites. I mean, the over-under in this game is 32-and-a-half, which tells you about all you need to know about these two teams. Um, I mean, I can't – I the Saints, they, they, they escaped against Desmond Ritter and his 97 passing yards last week. Um, <laughs> the Browns, Deshaun Watson's been t- really terrible since he's coming back. They beat the Ravens last week, but again, it was against Tyler Huntley, so – I don't know. This is again kind of a go either way game. The Saints have a lot more at stake just because they're alive still because of their terrible division. But the Browns, I think, are a better team and a better roster. So it's not a big line just because of that. And they're at home. They've seen Andy Dalton plenty of times before. So I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns here. But I mean, this is just not a very exciting matchup at all. Um. Yeah. So the Browns. It, it's. It's a very gross game. Uh, this one's one of those stinkers as well, I would say, because the Saints didn't really have to do much because of Desmond Ritter. But I feel like this offense that they're about to face right here is going to not probably give them as much challenge as well. Um, Sean Watson's still sh- showing a lot of uh, problems in his two and a half years of not playing football. <laughs> so I. I kind of want to say the Saints just because they might just throw their hat back into the NFC South ring if they win this game. So uh, this game's gross, but I'm going to take the Saints. This is a really disgusting game. This is one of the games that you're not going to really – you're going to forget about. (laughs) If you have to decide through a couple TVs what game to not put on for the 1 o'clock, this is probably option number one. Both teams are just disgusting. They're not fun to watch. I'm just gonna take that on that over <laughs> underline of 32 and a half is just screaming like I'll take the Browns minus two and a half. I'm just okay. There's like no reason behind it. It's just on the fly with this. I really don't care about this game. <laughs> it's just there. I mean the Browns do, like I said, the Browns do have a better roster and you know, even though he's been rusty since coming back from all this sexual crimes, still a better quarterback, if we're being honest. It's Andy Dalton. The Saints have Andy Dalton. So that's why I'm leading the Browns as well, Christian. <laughs> oh, okay. On to, not that it's saying much, but definitely a more interesting game. It's a battle of cat teams. America's team, the Detroit Lions, at Carolina taking on the Panthers, trying to stay red hot. 
the Lions seven and seven, Panthers five and nine. A lot on the line for both of these teams because the Panthers play in the NFC South, so you're never out of it when you're in the NFC South. And the Lions have turned it around. We both we all talked about last week. We think they could be in position to make a playoff push here. I went back and forth. I was kind of leaning Carolina just because they're getting points. And this at some point, I feel like Detroit is going to stumble. But, I mean, the more I think about it, Detroit is a much better team. They have a much better quarterback. Um, and they're rolling right now. So, because I think I, the, the initial line I saw on, ES, or on ESPN was like three and a half. Because it's only two and a half, I take the lines here, minus the two and a half on the road. I mean, they're just a better team. Um, you know, Carolina – they are what they are. They play hard, but they're pretty limited. They they got cooked up by Mitch and the boys last week. So, um, and also sad for them. It was like seventy percent Steelers fans in their stadium. So, the Lions. I mean, you can't stop. They're America's team. So I'm, I'm going. I'm taking the Lions here minus the two and a half. I will be taking the Panthers plus two and a half because I just think the Panthers will give them a run for their money. Um, I like their, I just like their defense, really. And who knows? Steve Wilkes got Darnold somewhat going. So yeah, Darnold wasn't awful last week. Yeah, Dar- was, Darnold's been solid. Yeah, so uh, you know, solid quarterback play, something that the Lions didn't have to face in the New York Jets last week. And um, yeah, I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Panthers on this one. I think their defense will give uh, Goff a little bit of trouble. Golf going back outside again for another week. Let's test this theory out one last time. That's what I'm thinking. So let's go with the Panthers. I am going to keep riding the hot hand and give me the Detroit Blue Collar Lions. Um, I got to keep riding it. Like, I, I can't, like, not sit here and just be like, these Lions are awesome. They're awesome to watch. And it's it's great to see. Those fans have been through so much bullshit. Just for them to have a little bit of fun, it's awesome. And Dan Campbell deserves a lot of credit. That man can make you run through a wall. Yeah, you can call him a cornball. Yeah, you can call him all. They were one and six. They were one and six. And the boy, he has the boys buzzing. Jared Goff? Jared Goff might be playing the best football he's played since probably possibly that Rams Super Bowl run when he was playing pretty like above average. He he's he is dialing in with these throws if you watch him. Oh um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Lions. Like I I have to keep riding until the wheels fall off. I'll be going riding Lions. Now you're you're right, Christian. And I I said me and Jalen also I said on Tuesday I was like if if you're not pulling for the Lions, you just don't have a heart. Like, come on. Like, how can you not pull for the line? I will say, Christian, to your Jared Goff point, I've been saying all year they're in position to draft a quarterback. And, you know, Gabe um, in our group chat has been arguing with me. He's like, nah, they got to keep going. And I've been full like, nah, this is a perfect situation. But, no, nah, I think at this point I've come around. Like, you got to stick with Goff. And I heard on uh, – uh, I saw Colin said today on Twitter, if you look at it, golf actually, he actually, you mentioned like his best season since the Super Bowl run. He actually, they said he has a higher passer rating with the Lions than he did with the Rams, which is surprising. So, like, yeah. he's been balling. And, I'm saying, I've been, I've been seeing some of these throws he makes. I'm like, damn, Jared, all right, put it between the pocket, man. 
Um, so it's good to see. It's good to see Jared. He's a dope dude. I've heard a couple interviews with him on. It's just he's he's a very just dude. That is not, yeah, not much true. of a comment to say for the Lions right now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I said, whenever, like, what was it, like two or three weeks ago, whenever the announcer called Jared Goff Slim Shady, I was like, oh, actually, he's a guy. You don't need to draft a quarterback. <laughs> he's say, a he guy. Is, like, you guys are already saying everything that I agree with. You know, he is their guy. I've been, oh. uh, you know, the thing and, is, you know, Lions like, are rallying hot, but yeah. – it has to cool off eventually. I'm sorry. I need I need one of those games where it like it gets close. And this is that these are one I don't think that Jets game counted because you're playing in Zach Wilson. The thing is, Zach- is that if you're the Lions right now, you have two first round picks essentially right now. So not essentially you, you still do probably <laughs> you literally do. <laughs> and one of them is gonna be a very high pick, probably top five. I would use that on a skill player. And then you get down to that. Let's say the Lions do make the playoffs. They're going to be around, what, that 20-25 range. I'm not the biggest fan of this QB class. So maybe you can put it off. Or maybe, I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure how y'all feel about this QB class, but I'm not the biggest seller on it. I don't buy into Bryce Young. I don't – I'm not – CJ Stroud, I have to see how this playoff goes. He's all right. Um, Max Duggan, I really do like. That guy I do like just because he has moxie. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see how everything plays out. No, yeah, I'm with you, Christian. I I don't love this class either. I mean, it's better than last year's. Um, it's better than last year, yeah. But but it's yeah. I still I don't really love any of them, so I'm kind of with you on that. Um, okay, on to the next one. This is actually a pretty big game, but it's not super exciting because the Patriots are in it. But it's the Bengals at the Patriots. Um, I mean, the Patriots still very much alive in the playoffs. Not in as good a spot after their debacle of an ending last week. Um, and the Bengals are the hottest team in the league. Uh, Bengals are three-point favorites at New England, which normally would give me a little bit of pause. But, um, I, I mean, you know how big a believer I've been in the Bengals. They've been surging. Um, uh, we'll just start. Uh, so I like the Bengals here. The Patriots offense so limited. Christian, another week has passed. Are you ready to give the Bengals their flowers? <laughs> these cornballs they've gotten a little rose out of me um but <laughs> this i mean how is this line at three i i'm generally confused i don't know how this line is at three i think this is easily Bengals minus three like i <laughs> the patriots think that's what i think I'm, simple as that patriots stink and after that play man that we saw out of, out of the past weekend Probably top three worst play in NFL history. Yeah, I can't believe the Bengals easily here. All right. Um, How Patriots, dude, you have to come up with a response from last week, right? That that you can't. Like, what's that's what I'm guessing this line's at three. Uh, that's what I'm yeah. guessing this line is at three because they're assuming the Patriots have a response. Like, don't take putting these boys through work. Yeah, I'm afraid that's why we haven't heard much from our friend Matt because he was not allowed to say much about these practices that he had experienced this last week. Probably told him not to cut the grass, make these guys run harder. <laughs> and then Matt, Matt, you know, just got to take it easy. But uh, this is just... This game, man, I really think it's going to be a little more interesting than people think because uh, 
yeah, Patriots have been playing down, but they played awful <laughs> and they ended an, a game so terribly last week that you have to expect them to respond. But only three points for the Bengals to cover, man. I, I, I still think the Bengals would get that done, so I'm going to take the Bengals as well. All right, there you go. We're all, all on the Bengals there. Okay. On to a less attractive game, certainly. The Bills at the Bears. Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. And, you know, I've got to take this opportunity to pat myself on the back. There was a time where you guys, you know, you would just fade all my Bears pick. I, I couldn't pick a Bears game to save my life. But that time might as well have been in, like, the 19th century because I've gotten four straight Bears games in a row. They covered last week against the Eagles, just as I said they would. Lost. And so I think I'm I'm not I don't care I'm not picking outright wins we're picking against the spread against the spread I've gotten four straight Bears games. No, I just and have so, to give the Bears fans I have to let the Bears fans know why they're losing games. That that's all that's all they, they need a, they need a reason they need a reason to know and then it's right here we got Colby Johnson undefeated on calling Bears games and the last four and so I'm gonna pick the go. I'm taking the Bears again plus the eight and a half people. The Bears are not a good team, obviously. They have the second-worst record in the league. But they are not as bad as all these big spreads that they're getting. They covered against Philly last week. Justin Fields is going to at least put up some points. And the Bills, I mean, it's been a long time. When was the last time the Bills blew a team out? Like, yes, they're on a win streak. They're, they're the top seed. But they've been playing most of these games pretty close. Um, again, the Bears' offense, like, I, they should have Claypool for this game, I think. They didn't have him last week, but I think he's back uh, this week. I'd have to double-check that. But, um, like I said, the Bears, giving them all these points, like, they play teams tough. Um, so, I'm taking the Bears and giving me the eight-and-a-half points. Bills still win, but but the Bears cover again. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills on this one because I think that there's no way that they just they, – they lose to the Bears in this spot right now. They're holding that AFC spot, and I think they have to come out there and prove it, prove it to you. But you did mention it, a great point of how Bills haven't came out there and performed and answered and had all these close games. I think this is one of those games where the Bills will come out there and prove to you, Colby, that they're, they, they, can, uh, they can blow up some of these bad teams. So I'm going to take the Bills. I'm honestly waiting with Jane. Like, I feel like the Bills have to put a sort of statement game because, you know, like you were saying, Kobe, it's been a while since the Bills have blown someone out. I think it's just due for a blowout. And so I'll take the Bills here, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears cover because um, the Bears have been cover gods of late. So, yeah, it's kind of like I don't know what other, but I think Bills are just due for that big game because they know, they know that everyone's being tightened up within the schedule. Like, Bills could easily lose out on that second spot if the Bengals or Baltimore gets back into it um, because those are the two closest. And I think – I don't think Miami can catch them unless a miracle happens, but they could lose that two spot. Yeah, well, they're in the one right now. But, well, the other thing – I didn't even mention this, but the other reason I like the Bears to cover, this is a um, – classic look ahead spot right here because it's bills at bengals next week so this could very much be a look ahead uh, game for the bills uh, you're right i think that was kind of how the bears sort of covered philly last week and looks like the jags have a lineman down but okay so y'all are both on the the bills there i'll take the bears and the points all right 
Well, this line came down a lot once the news came out that Ryan Tannehill would not be playing. And for the third time this year, we'll get to see Malik Willis more than we thought we would see him this year. And if Tannehill's injury is might be pretty bad. Um, I I saw on Twitter, I don't know if it's true or not, but that it, he might, it might be Malik Willis the rest of the way. I don't know if that's true or not, but Titans three and a half point favorites at Houston. I originally liked Houston when they were getting more points, but now that it's only down three and a half, even though Malik Willis has not been good his last, his other first two starts, they didn't let him throw too much. I think he's going to improve. He beat the Texans once. The Texans just don't win games. They just don't. The Titans have dominated them. Um, like I said, I liked Houston when it was more points, but so it's down to three and a half. I'm going to take Tennessee here at home. They've been in a free fall. This feels like the get right game that they at least get a win to at least keep themselves on top of the division for one more week, even with Malik Willis. Oh, looks like we lost Jalen. <laughs> um, so oh, I guess I'll go. Uh, so with me, uh, Derek Henry owns the Titans. I mean, there owns the Texans. Every single game Derek Henry plays against them, he puts up the classic monster numbers with it. So I would dabble Derek Henry two TDs, you know, a hundred plus yards. It's just a classic with it. Um, as much as I would like for the Titans to lose this. I think they'll win this aim cover. Texans, I have to remind everyone, have only won one game this entire season. One game. <sighs> but they could have made it two a couple weeks ago with the Cowboys, but they chose that away. But I'll take the Titans here. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, I had a little bit of technical issues, so I haven't heard anything since that Bears game. <laughs> no, you're good. The, the Texans... Uh... Titans three and a half point favorites over the Texans. Uh, Malik Willis getting the start. Me and Jay or Christian both on the Texans or the Titans minus three and a half. Oh, that seems like it should be an easy one to get though. But the Texans, you know, they practice against Damian Pierce. And I think that if they practice against Damian Pierce, even though he has been hurt, and they should be prepared to face Derrick Henry, you know, probably a little bit of a better version of Damian Pierce. But Hey, at least they've been working on this for a little bit. I think Texas can cover Christian. I know I heard you say that one win stuff. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe they can make it two or at least a tie. That'd be hilarious if we saw that. Can I, can I, can I jump in and just tell you, Derrick Henry stats against the Texans his last couple games he's had with them. So these are this is all against the Texans. Derrick Henry, two hundred nineteen yards, two hundred fifty yards, two hundred twelve yards. 211 yards. He's had 200 plus yards four straight games against the Texans. <laughs> He's got at least two TDs in each one. <laughs> so, they better have Damian Pierce up there practicing. They don't have Nico God. Collins or Brandon Cook. The Texans, they're just depleted, man. It's. It's a tough time. Did that last week, but the Texans put up a fight. And That's now true. I, hey, I have the Texans have been covering machines. And they're playing but three and a half is a. They've had some crazy spreads the last two weeks. This is only three and a half. Yeah. So it sounds like Vegas knows this one. They're, they they finally bit onto the Texans are a little bit more competitive, but. I am the last thing I'll say on this game. I am interested. I almost like, obviously, you don't wish for people to be 
hurt. I'm like, hope Ryan Tannehill's okay. But like, I do kind of want to see like a longer stretch of Malik Willis down the stretch here. Cause I kind of would like to see like what he can do like next year. Could he be the, actually be the guy for them? Cause I think that would make it more interesting. Um, but I got to say, after seeing Desmond Ritter and Kenny or and Malik Willis, albeit in small sample sizes, I think the Steelers, this is not a great quarterback draft, but they seem like they picked the best of the bunch because Pickett has been far better than either of them. Granted, he's played a lot more, but still. Uh, we will we'll see, Colby. There's <laughs> we'll probably see. some uh, there's probably some late round quarterbacks that we haven't heard of, and everything. And Desmond Ritter only game, and Colby's over here already claiming the throne that he has the best one. I'm not I'm not uh, saying Desmond Ritter can still be good. Did. I like I still every like year, Desmond Ritter, but I'm just saying it was a like rough say, start. Trey Lance is a rookie, so I'm going to go ahead and throw that back in you too. So uh, Trey Lance will be a rookie as well next year. So you know he'll probably be just as good as Kenny Pickett. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, let's give Davis Mills his credit last week, okay? Let's let's sit back and give his credit. The, the bandwagon has officially been down, and this dude's been balling ever since we said we're done. I wouldn't say balling. So, he only completed fifty percent of his throws last. I'm week. saying balling, and say- and I'm saying balling in the aspect of they're at least competing in closer games. <laughs> so uh, let's see if they cover the spread now that it's finally smaller. All right, so uh, we just got an update. The Jags did just score a minute or two ago, so they're up 10-3. Christian's got some some money riding on this game. We'll talk about that uh, towards the end here before we get to the do list and stuff. Um, moving through this Saturday, 1 o'clock slate. This is another uh, high-stakes game, definitely more so for one team than the other. Um, the Seattle Seahawks at the Chiefs. Um, Kansas City is now a, a 10 point favorite, so it's moved up because I think it was originally like eight or nine and a half. Um, Chiefs coming off the OT win over the Texans. I mean, I like the Chiefs to win, but 10 you're gonna give me 10 points with, with Seattle. The Chiefs defense, Jay and I talked about this a little bit, is not good. The Chiefs defense is not good. Um, and the Seahawks, yes, they've been free falling, they've kind of come back down to earth a lot. But 10 points is too many. I, I'll take the Seahawks plus 10. Are you kidding? The Chiefs win, but that is a lot of points for, for a team that's not awful in Seattle. I know if you can say they're good anymore, but they're definitely not bad. Um, Cole, I'm going to go ahead and disagree. This is a uh, holiday game. It's a Christmas Eve game. Um, I've actually been disagreeing with almost every pick you guys have been saying today, looks like. But I'm taking the Chiefs on this one. Um. I'm going to think that the Chiefs will bring home the holiday magic to their fans. Mahomes not going to disappoint that Chiefs kingdom, sadly. Um, and plus, this is a game that, uh, you know, they need to also prove to, I guess, they're almost in the same position as the Bills. Actually, they're in the same position as the Bills, where they need to probably have a couple of prove-it wins to really dece- to help people decide who's the real actual AFC favorite. Um, while the Bengals are obviously going to have a joy ride there, unless Lamar can get this offense and act together. We'll get to that later. Uh, so I'll be taking the Chiefs to keeping their AFC dominance strong. I am on the same with Taylor. I'm on the Chiefs. I, I, I'm I I'm tired of the Seahawks. I'm, I'm sick and tired yeah, of something that already. Too. Like it's, <laughs> I'm not. Like, I, go ahead. Like they had me. They had me. But then the real Geno. He got in the Pro Bowl. He got in the Pro Bowl. Golf should have made the Pro Bowl over Geno. Yeah. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to yell there. Goff yeah. should have made the Pro Bowl um, for Gino for sure. So Gino's like, like, does he get the contract now? Like, I, I think the Seahawks front office. Um, because Seahawks they've lost their magic. I don't see it coming back. Chiefs easily by the sense. I mean, I'm with y'all on the Seahawks. Like, I also don't – I never fully bought into the Seahawks. Jalen can vouch for this. I mean, I've been – I've never fully been bought into the Seahawks this whole year. But 10 points is just a lot of points. That's the only reason why I'm on them. But um, y'all make some good points there. Okay. Well, Jalen, you said we would get to it later. Not much later. Uh, Falcons at Christians, Baltimore Ravens. This is the final 1 o'clock game on Saturday. Ravens are six and a half point favorites, and Lamar Jackson is not starting. He is out for a third straight week. Tyler Huntley managed uh, three points, a whopping three, on the Browns last week. Um, I mean, I don't know how the line. I mean, I, Desmond Ritter, to be fair, it was not a great start. Jalen and I, we recapped it. We both liked Ritter, um, and I still think he, he will improve, but that was a rocky, rocky first start with only 97 passing yards. Um but six and a half points is way too many for Tyler Huntley. Are you kidding me? Six and a half points? Tyler Huntley? Like, this offense can't move the ball? I'm taking the Falcons here. Desmond Britter, I think, gets a little bit better. Ravens maybe still win a close game, but six and a half is way too many points. I agree. As simple as that. Like, this, like I don't understand how it's – I think it's six and a half just relying that Desmond Riddler has an awful game against our defense and our defense puts up points because clearly our offense isn't going to do so. Um, Tyler Huntley, he doesn't, he, he doesn't know how to throw away the ball. That's what pisses me off the most. He does not know how to throw away the ball, um, and he doesn't know how to run forward at points. It's it's frustrating. Like and like these pundits, they go out there and be like, oh, you know, Ravens shouldn't resign Lamar. They have Tyler Huntley back there. No, Tyler, Tyler is a solid backup at best. He is not a starter in the slightest. I saw the conversation. <laughs> like, what? And if you watch the game, like, Tyler, like, would run out, like, roll out the pocket due to pressure, and then take a sack. Like, dude, throw away the goddamn ball. And why are you running out of bounds three yards behind the line of scrimmage when you could have literally easily just thrown it out of goddamn bounds? And then you got Greg Roman. I've heard it week after week. I don't understand how this man has a job still with us. Why is he not in McDonald's being a backline cook? Because this man is drawing up some noodle Mickey Mouse plays because he's making Matt Canada look like the biggest, best, and best offensive corner out there in the game. This man is drawing up plays where all the receivers end up all in the same space. The safeties are back there going, Oh, I don't have to go to that side of the field because they're all over there. They're all over there. It's ridiculous. And they're like, oh, it's the design run for the quarterback. The quarterback, Tyler's not running that way. Tyler is not Lamar. He's not going to have that breakaway speed. Yeah, he's fast, but he's not Lamar fast. He's not going to be out there being agile and, like, breaking ankles. No. He simply just can't. And who are we throwing to? Who do we have out there? We had a recent Sammy goddamn Watkins. Sammy Watkins. That man can't catch a goddamn loaf of bread if it's thrown in. This is getting bad. I, I, I appreciate the leadership. 
immediately our wide receiver one because Jane Prochet can't catch a goddamn five-yard dump off. And the, and the, going back to the play calling, <laughs> we have no plays going back more farther than five yards down the line of scrimmage. If you look at the plays, it's just, I can tell you exactly what the plays are every single goddamn time. It's an in-and-out route every single time. I'm, I'm just glad Greg got, got rid of the wide receiver screens that we received. It's either that or we're having Patrick or Card or 300-pound roast beef with a fullback catching a slant pass. What? Why are we having Patrick Card being having more yards than our wide receiver too? What? What? I don't. And we're not. We're not. We're, we're simply not going to win anything with Greg continue being our play caller. Simple as that. I had to cash out on a couple of Ravens Super Bowl bets because I, I I can't do this anymore. I simply cannot. And if Greg Greg Roman is the reason Lamar leaves Baltimore, like I will never ever forgive John Harbaugh because John John should have made this decision quite a bit ago when you have fans out of outrage for this. You go on Ravens Twitter and they are calling for this man's head. Greg Greg has literally built up a whole cult against him. Um, our defense like balls out and then you got our offense going 3-0. Why? Because we have first play. It's a run play that goes two yards, or J.K. Dobbins, you know, gets out, and you know, obviously those times. I appreciate J.K. Dobbins first of all. J.K. like he's pulling his heart out right now. He just needs to get to that breakaway speed again. But we're doing what a two-yard dump off that goes out of bounds, and then third and eight, we're out there. Oh, let's throw a slam pass of Patrick Ricard. Like <laughs> Patrick Ricard is not catching the ball, man. He's a fullback. And then James, James per se pisses me off. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, I kind of appreciate. He, he's doing his thing. He's Sammy Watkins, we'll get to we'll, we'll get to you, Sammy. I'll give you two weeks. I'll give him two weeks to see what he can do. I hope he proves me wrong. Man, that was. And then now Devin Duvernay's out. That was. Just, and our defense got dang balls out, and we pulled out that type of stuff. It's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm, like, this defense is going to be the ones I need to pull up points. I, I just can't. This, this offense has really frustrated me. But just don't rush Lamar back. We're in a good spot to either get the division or, at, at worst, the five spot. Like, I, I don't think we lose the five spot. So, I don't know, man. Uh, that was quite a rant, Christian. Serious. That was amazing. Well, yeah. we're going to talk about the biggest threat to the five spot later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, that was well, that was great, Christian. That was beautiful. Jalen, at some beautiful. point we might need to make a compilation, a, a compilation. I can't speak. Um, I like that just every Greg Roman rant gets more and more aggressive. <laughs> it does. It truly does. And Christian, I'm glad you brought up the Ravens Twitter because I have been looking at that. I and I've been and I seen the interview with John Harbaugh saying how he just pretty much blew over the question. It was like, oh, uh, Bel- like Belichick says, on to the next game, or so in our case, on to Atlanta. And I thought to myself, wait, aren't they aren't they hosting Atlanta? It's yeah. like, what's going on here, Harbaugh? Yeah, what's know. going on? Here? I, I love I love Harbaugh with all my heart, but he's 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 killing us by holding on to Greg. You need to let Greg go. Let him go. For some reason, they Stanford turn him down. Everyone was like, "Please take Greg. Like, hire him. We'll send you like gifts and everything if you if you hire Greg. Like, please." I was about to no. say there was a time when this man was like the hot, the hot next hot coaching candidate. Now he's yeah. people calling for his OC job. 
Yep. Yep. Um, so now we're here. Give me Falcons plus six and a half. I can't I can't do the same one. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Like simple as that. Like I'll be blown out for some reason. Christian, uh I I was actually sitting here trying to come up with a reason to pick the Ravens. Hang on, sorry. Uh, I was coming up with a reason to pick the Ravens, and you just pretty much squashed any hope of me trying to come up with anything to justify my pick. But so uh we're gonna keep it nice and simple. Desmond Ritter. Come out there, have a good holiday game. Give the Falcons a Christmas cheer, something to look forward to for their future. And, uh, you know, do some Lamar action at his own house since he's sitting on the sidelines this week. Yeah. All right. Wow. What more can you say? That was great. Okay. So this next game, this is the one I said that I have my my take about. And I'm going to let you guys go first because of that, because it is – it is. This will be a pick unlike any that I've made before. And this is the Commanders at the 49ers. 49ers are seven-point favorites at home. I'm going to let you all take the floor first. All right. 49ers, seven-point favorites at home. Chase Young is supposed to be playing this game. Um, it's a must-have it game for the Commanders. That being said, I don't think they're going to come out with this one, but I do think they'll cover with the seven points. Um, yeah, um, just like Jalen said, we are assuming Chase Young plays, but we've been saying this on this podcast for the past so long. Just like about a good six, seven weeks. Chapter just like Keenan Allen playing. at the beginning of the season, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I believe when I see it, because we've been saying Chase Young's going to play. Um but this should be a good game, a good entertaining game. Um, Brock Purdy might face some adversity if he's young actually plays and he'll get some pass rush because I don't think Brock's been really challenged much. Um, but he's still solid. Like, I really do love Brock Purdy. He's like he fits their system. But I think the commies cover. Seven, I think they cover. I think the Niners still win, but I think the commies will cover this at seven. Um uh, all right, Colby. I guess uh, I guess we're ready for the you got the floor. All right. So this well, you know, you guys both picked the commanders. So that's going to take a little bit of the sizzle out of this. But I am also going to take the commanders plus seven. Um, all my instincts tell me to pick the Niners minus the seven. Um, love Brock Purdy and everything. They're just a far better team, uh, better roster. The commanders, they do get Chase Young back, allegedly. Um, I am on the commanders, though, because I actually – had a dream earlier this week where the commanders won this game. I was, it was so weird because like, I don't know why, like I'm not, it all wasn't right. like the full dream. Like I was, I don't remember all the details, but I was like dreaming about other stuff. But like, this just happened to be in the background. Like I just remember in the dream, like seeing on the TV that the commanders won this game. I was like, Oh man, like that's surprising. And I was just woke up. I was like, what the heck? Why, why was that in my dream? That's pretty weird. Um, so because of that, I mean, I have to slam the Commanders plus the seven. Like, really, that's the only reason. Normally, I'd take that's the Niners. Quite, but... That's quite a weird scenario to have that as a dream at all games. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, why did why was that in my dream? <laughs> so I'll take the Commanders. <laughs> oh, okay. It looks like we've lost Jalen here. Um, okay. On to the next one. So, wow, we're all on the Commanders plus the seven. So the next one, Dallas and Philly. The big game. Um, kind of disappointing because Jalen Hurts is out. And so these two teams, they're having their best year. Well, Dallas was good last year, but this is like the best 
record-wise matchups between these teams, but both games now, a team will have had their backup. It was Cooper Rush the first time for Dallas. Now it's Minshew for Philly. Um, Dallas's loss last week to Jacksonville also kind of took a little bit of the sizzle off this game because now even if Dallas wins this game, like it's still a long shot for them to get the division. Um, Dallas a four-point favorite at home. I mean, no disrespect to Minshew, but the Cowboys have had a couple rough couple weeks. This is like massive prove-it game for them. All the pressure's on Dallas. Um, I'm going to take Dallas minus the four, though, just because, I mean, Minshew, Hurts to Minshew is a big drop-off, no disrespect. But even though Philly still is a really good team, I'm going to take Dallas here. I think they get a, a much-needed win. I have to disagree. I think Minshew mania is upon us. I love it. I love it, Gardner. How can you not root for Gardner, man? That dude is just American as it comes. Like, and the fact that this line jumped so drastically as soon as that news came out that Jalen Hurts is out. And the Cowboys, Cowboys think, man. <laughs> the same old Cowboys came out to play last week, losing to the I, – I was dancing on that grave. I That was entertaining. Um, it wasn't really Dak's fault, but, I mean, yeah, the media can put the blame on the Dak. But give me the Eagles plus four, but this also means that my Jalen Hurts bet of the year that I did announce a couple weeks ago is voided just because of that. Um, he's out. So that will be put off until hopefully they play in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, give me the Eagles plus four. All right, Colby. First of all, I would just like to say that I am very surprised you didn't pick your 49ers. Despite all that, Brock, Purdy I would have, I would have, I would have picked them, but I had a dream where the commanders won, so I had to pick the commanders. I know, I know. Uh, I'm very surprised. I respect the dream take, it's a very very odd, but I do respect that there has been moments where I've also made uh, Vikings bets against the Vikings where, like, Christian texted me one morning about how he felt confident, and I was like, ah, no, I woke up with some weird vibes about this Vikings game. <laughs> so I, I do feel you on that. Um, so moving on to this Eagles and Cowboys game, I'm with Christian. How can you not root for Gardner? It's the reason why I put him in my starting lineup, even though Trevor Lawrence is slowly proving me wrong right now. Um, but it's still, you know, gross and sloppy, but I'm going to go back with Gardner Minshew. I think he's going to prove it. They got a better roster around him, you know, than he's ever had before. So it's going to be fun to see the guy back out there slinging it. Huge Gardner Minshew fan. So, uh, yeah, hope I'm hoping that he comes out there, gets the job done like he usually does. And I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm hoping he takes away the dub. I'm, I'm hoping he really does, even though I don't want the Eagles to win, but I'm rooting for Gardner on this one. Respect it. I mean, like I said, it could be, it should still be like the Eagles. The fact that it's still only a four point line does speak to how good the Eagles roster is. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles do win this, but I feel like the Cowboys just got to have this. Um, so I'm, I'm on Dallas, but this will be an interesting one. Why this would have been like the game of the year if Hertz was playing. Um, this would have easily been the game of the week. Um, okay. Almost through. We got three more. All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers are at home. It's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, playing the very same team they played in that game, the Raiders, after Franco Harris's tragic passing yesterday. 
Steelers are two and a half point favorites on the Raiders. I, first of all, it's very sad. Um, obviously the Franco pass that, that was, that was really just so tough to see and very sad, um, which adds like a little more weight to this game. It's also going to be like six degrees or something at kickoff of this game is going to be frozen out there. Uh, Kenny Pickett is back. I mean, I liked the Steelers before Franco Harris passed and, with Franco, I mean, with everything on the line and after Franco's passing, they're honoring him and retiring his jersey at this game. I mean, Steelers slam the Steelers. Obviously, I'm biased. They're both six and eight. Technically, both still alive, but realistically, both not still alive. Um, but, I mean, man, give me the Steelers here. Slamming the Steelers, even minus the two and a half. They, they got to win this game now. If they don't win this game after everything that's happened, like, that's a bad look. They they have they gotta win this game. That's so give me the Steelers. Christian, you want to take uh, you want to talk about your rivals here? No, I'm talking about this game. This game easily, easily give me the Steelers. Give me the yeah. Steelers. Like you can like you cannot, you cannot. Franco's unfortunate passing, 50th anniversary. And weren't they were going to retire his jersey to Colby, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Like, you yeah, they cannot... were already going to retire his jersey. Like, he was going to yeah. be there. Mm-hmm. Like, you could not lose this game. You simple as not cannot lose this game. This game is a no-brainer. As soon as I unfortunately heard the news, I did put a good chunk of money on the Steelers' money line. Um, so, this is simple. A, it's going to be a classic hard-nosed, blue-collar Steelers win. Um, it's going to be close, but I'll still take the Steelers in points. I'm with all of you guys on this one as well. Uh, we've been, I've been hoping for the Raiders demise. I've been hoping for that thing to come and their hot streak to end. Um, thought it would end again last week, but obviously that didn't happen. But um, despite the news, I actually thought this game would be the one that the Raiders will finally cool off on because of the Steelers' defense. And I think I didn't, you know, this weather impact is going to be all across a lot of these games. I mean, going from Patriots to the Bang- to the Bears, you know, all these games are going to be freezing. But <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers as well. And, uh, you know, I'm going for the same outcome as you guys. I'm hoping for a good one. And uh, I think it will be a close one, too, like Christian said. I'm hoping for a nice AFC classic, you know, more than one to remember, especially for an occasion like this. Yeah. And now we're all in agreement there. I kind of thought we would be – um. Jalen, I know I told you this like last week or so. Do we want to do? Do you want to? You guys, do we want to hear my my Kenny Pickett hot take? Kind of feels a little, um, with the Franco Harris and everything, it's kind of changed a little bit. But um, I did have a Kenny Pickett take that I want to hear y'all's opinion on at some point if I'm crazy or not. Well, um, he's back. I might as well throw it out there. Back. Okay, so I was thinking about this like a week or two ago, and I, I was just randomly while I was kind of driving at work, I was thinking. Like how many, like from what I've seen from Kenny Pickett and what I'm hoping that he will become, how many quarterbacks in the league would I take over him? Not that are better, but how many would I take over him, swap for him straight up considering age, contract, and all that? And I thought about it. And there, I only came up with, and this. I'm slightly biased, so tell me if this is crazy, but I only had 11 guys. 11 quarterbacks that I would swap straight up for Pickett, considering age, contract, and everything. Okay? 
Mm-hmm. Now, there are eight no-brainers. The eight, obviously, yes, that I would do in half a second, wouldn't take any time at all. The Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Lamar, um, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Jalen Hurts, which Jalen Hurts would have probably not been on that list before this year. But Jalen Hurts now, yes, I would absolutely do that. And then three who I hesitate on just because they're older, but I would still take, even though Stafford has had everything with the injuries, still won the Super Bowl. I've always liked Stafford. I would still, I thought about that one, but I'd still take Stafford. Still take Rodgers, even though it's been a bad year, realistically. Even though he makes so much money, would still take Rodgers. And, I mean, Hafta would still take Brady, just because he's Brady. Um, going into the year, I would have easily taken Kyler Murray, but now with the ACL and how this year has gone and the contract, no way. Everyone else, you could make a case for Dak. You could make a case for Kirk. And those guys are obviously better than Pickett at this point. But contract included. I was like, there, and Tua, like, Tua's been better, but, like, I would rather have Pickett than Tua on the Steelers, considering the situation and everything. Like, is that crazy? Am, am I, is there anyone that I'm disrespecting with that? Just Kirk and Stafford. I think, I, I, I think, I think, uh, I think you do. I, I think, I think, I think Stafford's going to be taken. I hope he takes it down soon, man. I think just for his health reasons. Cause see, this dude, this dude's a warrior. Like you said, he is a tough guy, but, and he is a champion. I think he, uh, I, I don't know how much left he's got in that tank, so I don't know if I would trade for Stafford. I would just replace him with Kirk Cousins. That's yeah, I that would, would I would I I would probably agree there. I would probably replace Stafford with Kirk. Kirk, I mean, Kirk gets the job done. Like makes a lot of money though. Time. He makes a lot of money. But Stafford, I think Stafford's like on his last legs. Even though he did say on his wife's podcast the other day that he's coming back for next season. Those concussions are scary. Andrew's there. He already has the ring. I just, I love Stafford. Love him, but I just don't really see too much out of it itself. Colby, what about uh Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Oh yeah. Colby, no. you love injury prone, more expensive, not enough of an upgrade. Is Jimmy G better at this point than Pickett, who's a rookie? Yes, but no. To more expensive, way too injury prone. And the Kirk thing, like, I'm thinking about it, like, this kind of may sound like, I don't know if you would consider this a dig or not, but, like, I feel like Pickett's ceiling is, like, a more athletic Kirk. Like, Kirk with more mobility. Realistically, I kind of feel like... hard to be more agile than Kirk Cousins, Colby. What? hard to be more agile than Kirk Cousins. Pickett is certainly more agile than Kirk Cousins. Okay, but I'm glad y'all don't agree that that's, like, a crazy take. What about the Sean Watson? Oh. Okay. Deshaun Watson is obviously more talented than Kenny Pickett, but no, because, you know, 20... You'd fit it within Roethlisberger's history. Okay, well, that's also part of the reason. Like, I don't want to go from one devious sexual criminal to another guy who has way more crimes. Like, so no, like, is Watson more talented and proven way more than Pickett to this point in his career? Mm. Yes, obviously. But because of, no, just because of the off the field stuff, no way. Would not do Dude, that. Not even your boy, Dennis Mills. No, certainly not. Maybe before this year, yes, <laughs> but no, certainly not. I'm, I'm, the bandwagon's over. He's not my boy anymore. It's over. Well, what about a healthy Jameis Winston? You were pretty, no, uh, no, no. no. What about, what about, what about Heineke? No. Oh, no, Heineke. not even close. Wouldn't what? even, no, come on. Dude, Come on now. Pittsburgh would Pickett, rally about it's about Heineke. where Pickett is going. No, none of those people. The 
The only ones you can make you can make a case for Tua. Shut up. You can make a case <laughs> for Tua, but nah, Tua in the Pittsburgh like cold. I think Tua is being propped up by what he has around him. I think we need a genuine answer on Mitch Trubisky, Colby. No. He didn't do too bad. He did pretty bad in the Ravens game. Pickett is better. No, not Mitch Trubisky. No way. What about Mason Rudolph? No. Come on. The guy, we never always have to look within. (laughs) No, you don't. Not not for those two. I'm glad glad you're around with the Kyler thing. I've been on the Kyler take for about several years now. Yeah, I was wrong with Kyler. I said going into this year, like you got to pay him, and like I loved, I like Kyler. Kyler is still like special, like has some special talents, but like after everything that's happened the last like six months, like nah, no way. Especially if you watch not, the Hard Knocks, a- like the end season Hard Knocks, which I did watch like the first three episodes. I need to catch up because I'm, I'm just curious about the whole case between the ball guy in Mexico and the GM being called a doubleheader, um, but. Kyler, Kyler's not a leader. From what I've seen in that HBO thing, like he does not give off that energy. Um, I don't know. It's, just, it's kind of weird. It's just like if you ever get a chance, just take a peek at it. It's just like from the way he talks and just like his kind of demeanor. I don't know. It just it just does not give me that winning leader attitude. Yeah. Um, no. So. No, you're right. And that's like I said. Last thing on this, and then we'll get to these last couple games. Um. That's kind of one of the things that I do like about Pickett. Like, he's not, like, he's obviously, I mean, he's the 20th pick in the draft, like, instead of, like, the first pick for a reason. He's obviously not, like, the most incredible prospect. But, like, I think he's very good at the microphone, and I do think he's a very good leader. All the guys seem to love him. And, like, that does matter. So, like, that is one thing I do like about him. Um, But, yeah, you're right on that. Okay. But, yeah, I'm glad y'all don't think I'm too crazy for that, that that's not too hot of a take. Um. All right, we'll finish this slate up. Now we're on to the Sunday games. Probably the best Sunday game because the other two are just gross. Uh, Packers at the Dolphins. Dolphins on a three-game skid need it. Packers technically still alive, so they really need it. Dolphins are three-and-a-half-point favorites. It's in Miami. I love the Dolphins here because they've been on the skid. This feels like a very winnable game compared to the last couple that they've had. I know the Packers have been playing better, but I, I love the Dolphins here. I think they're just a better team, a, a better team. They're a much better team. And they're at home. They need it to get in the playoffs. Give me the Dolphins here easily. You know who else needs it to get into the playoffs, Colby? The goddamn Packers. Your father? <laughs> um, He's a bad man. There's a reason why they call him a bad man, Colby. There's a reason why they call him a bad man. Um, It's simple for me. I'm going to go ahead and test out test rogers here i i really am i really do think that he might pull through with some b i i don't know how but this is one of those games where i have a bad feeling about it for the dolphins and the losing streak continues so yeah i'm gonna go with the packers man i just got a bad feeling about this for that bad bad man i am the same with the Jalen. i got a bad feeling about this i i mean if Rogers somehow pulls this shit off again, where he just runs the goddamn table and just becomes a bad, bad, everyone's he's he's like the epitome of a villain. Like he just he, he embraces it, and that's what makes him great. This game smells like Packers, like oh, and they were humming on Monday. Them boys were humming, 
And you, that, those, that Packers team, you really haven't seen too much all season, but everyone on all fronts were going. Um, and with the cold front coming in, Miami could be a little cold. It's oh. Um, and Tua, Tua is not look. I mean, he looked better last week, but Dolphins, they've slowly, slowly have gotten that little magic pinched away. Um, but I'll be taking Packers here. I, th- I think the Packers come in and start buzzing again into this. So, Colby, I have my uh, questions once again for you. You're uh, backing off your Miami Dolphins in the cold weather take? It's in Miami. What do you mean? They're the at home. The cold front. The cold front still hit. But they the they front better hit. in Buffalo. They did. I said. I told you they lost that game, but they impressed me. They did a lot better than I thought they would in that Buffalo game. So yes, I don't know if I'm completely backing off it, but in a Miami game at home, where I think they're the better team, yes, and I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Like they're one of the best te- seven best teams in the AFC. Come on now. Yeah. We'll find out, man. <clears throat> These Jags might be proving you wrong. All right, so yeah, um, where are we at? Okay, on to um, a far less interesting game. Jalen, when you sent when you sent out our pickums this week, this was the only game you put no jokes or any puns or anything for. The Broncos and the Rams. Um, the Rams are three point underdogs at home, which is weird. I guess Russell Wilson's back for this game, and it also makes it equally funny that these teams, neither of them have their picks, even though they're both 4-10. and 10. So they're literally just playing to see who gets a better draft pick, the Seahawks or the Lions. Um, it's just for pride. Bleh. I mean, Russell Wilson's coming back. Chris, you called it last week. The Broncos would uh, be hyped that they didn't have Russell Wilson. It probably helped that they played Colt McCoy and Trace McSorley. But nonetheless... I mean, the Rams are getting three points at home in a game between two awful teams. I'm going to take the home team that's getting three points and has a better quarterback. Say what you want about Baker, but he's better than Brent Ripon. Um, I'm slamming the Rams here. Well, Broncos country, let's ride for Christmas night. Um, it's uh, I'm looking for Broncos country here because I think Russell Wilson being back it's a holiday game, you know. They just lost a uh, R.I.P. Ronnie Hillman. Good, he was a good Super Bowl running back for the Broncos in the Peyton Manning era. Um, but I also think Russell Wilson, you know, this is those type of games that he lives up for. You know, these are those type of games where he, you know, the, the, everything's already off the line. And, you know, you already have your doubts against this guy. It can't be any worse, right? I mean, he balled out last time we saw him. You know, he was putting up a fight, and then he got concussed. So. I'm going to go ahead and say maybe Russ got a little more, see if he can bring that fight back in him. So I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah. Um, RIP Ronnie Hillman. Um, that dude freaking was gusting us in the Mile Miracle game. Um, so Ronnie Hillman's a dog. Um, but if Russ is starting, I'm taking the Rams. I can't. I can't, dude. I, I can't take that cornball, dude. And Baker, Baker's fun. Baker's about a quarterback. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick's sweater that he has on right now. Um, but I, 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 told, I did the same thing, Colby. I texted Jalen. I'm like, I like how this was the only thing that I had no jokes on it because that is extremely <laughs> appropriate of like how this game is. Like, who's gonna turn into this game? Is this the only four o'clock game? Oh yeah. 
on Christmas Day, like this might be the lowest. This might be the lowest viewed, like nationally televised NFL game in history. I did see that um the Rams reached out to their season um ticket holders, and they were like, "Hey, can you like if you were not coming to the game, like please like sell your seats, like sell your tickets." Because the Rams are worried that no one's going to show up. Oh, hey, that's true. No one comes to their games in, in general. And they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like, how bad is this going to be? On Christmas Day. Um, but I'll take the Rams plus three. I'm not going to watch this game. But it's just going to be there. We'll take the dive. Rams plus three. Baker's going up against a tough mile high defense. That's all I can say. It's a, oh, what a Broncos horrible. What a depressing True, that is truly a disappointment poll. Well, you know when they scheduled this game for Christmas Day too, they were like, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, Rock, like, oh Broncos! Yeah. Oh, this is going to be high stakes." <laughs> Instead, nothing. Okay, let's see. We got about three and a half minutes on this meeting. I think we can at least start on this next game. Only two more games. Uh, Bucks at the Cards. Cards are eight point dogs at home to Tampa. It's Trace McSorley because Colt McCoy also got hurt. So it is Penn State legend Trace McSorley uh, going up against Brady and the Bucks. Eight is way too many points for the Bucks to be getting. But I have to pick the Bucks because Trace McSorley and Cliff Kingsbury. Come on, they're like Brady. Come on, you're Tom Brady. Have some self-respect. You got to destroy this team. Like eight points is way too many for as bad as the Bucks have been. But the Cardinals are abysmal they are depressing they are a fountain of sadness give me the give me the bucks even minus all those points because colby the bucks are in the division of sadness so i'm gonna go ahead and take the cardinals because they got a guy that can throw it on a dime and i'm gonna go ahead and take mr trace mcsorley um he played some good minutes out there in baltimore too so i'm hoping christian has some positive things to say about him um, hoping. I don't know if there's much. <laughs> I don't know if there's much. But I'm going to go take Trace McSorley. And I think the Cardinals defense got some – you still got some pieces that are still viable out there. Still got D-Hop. If Trace McSorley is smart enough to throw the D-Hop, not like Colt McCoy for some reason who wasn't throwing it to him. I was very disappointed in Colt. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Trace McSorley to pull off the Christmas upset. See, if this game <clears> – <throat> If Cole McCoy is starting, I would take the Bucks here. I would be like easily, even though the Bucks suck, the Cardinals suck. Give me the Bucks. But, but we have one man, Penn State legend. <laughs> throw it on a dime. Trace McSorley. Give me the Cardinals and the points. Trace. I love you, brother. You did your job when you were in Baltimore. You came in, you know, emergency when you needed. Um, always positive demeanor. And also my Penn State, good old days there. Trace, you're always gonna be the dog that or roof for no matter what. Give me the cards. There you go. Yep. All right. The final game here before we get to the fun stuff. And it's actually, you know what? Gotta give him credit. It's uh, it's Nick Foles. Who would have thought Nick Foles would be starting a game in 2022? The legend just continues to grow. It's the Colts and the Chargers. Colts are four-and-a-half-point dogs at home on Monday Night Football. I mean, it's just been a disastrous season. 
man oh man you guys you know man y'all sure sure did love y'all sure got on i said this last week but i'm saying it again y'all sure got on me when i didn't want to give jeff saturday's credit after he won that first game <laughs> against the mighty raiders oh guess what he still hasn't won a game since and he just blew the largest blown lead in nfl history the last time now he's going to nick Foles. um Jalen has, I think, I don't know if he's told, I'm sure you've seen this, Christian, but Jalen, I loved your comparison on Tuesday, and I hope, hopefully it will be corrected, but that Justin Herbert is the new Andrew Luck. I think that was a good comparison, even though the Chargers have a little better roster, but because, you know, weird Chargersness, it's holding him back. I mean, the Chargers have to have all these games down the stretch here, and if they do, they are in position to be a very dangerous wildcard team. Chargers, um, you know, Christian and I, obviously, you know, we complain and rant about our offensive coordinators because we're Steelers and Ravens fans. The Chargers' offensive coordinator is terrible also. He's kind of also kind of holding them back. But they're a much better team. They got to have it. The Colts should be rooting to lose this game, if we're being honest, so that they can get a, one of these top quarterback prospects. Um, even though it's four and a half points on the road, which is a lot, I'll still take the Chargers here. They're just a much better team. No disrespect to the legend Nick Foles, but. Um, Colby, uh, thank you. But also, I think me and Christian actually, I think me and Christian had that conversation on this podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one of the days that you weren't here. That's when Christian brought, me and Christian brought that up. Oh, that's my bad. So, <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. I, I, I think that was just the first time I re- readdressed it with you. That's all. Uh, anyways, going back to this take, Chargers, I'm going with Herbo because like, like we were saying, though, Herbo is the next Andrew Luck. And I really do think that uh, they he will somehow pull through the adversity of whatever bullshit that comes his way. So give me the Chargers um get that hopefully christmas day is one of those days that the chargers bs doesn't affect and the christmas magic takes over that so maybe maybe the chargers can finally get get a easy an expected easy win because you know most of these chargers games are always close I'm sorry, everyone. They're just like the Raiders. I'm going back to the Colts. I this game just smells trap game all over it. I I I saw it three weeks ago, and I was talking to this one Chargers coworker, and he agreed. <laughs> this game smells trap all over it, and it could be Chargers. Could Chargers just shoot themselves in the foot and screw things up? I'm taking the calls on the points here. Um, I can't. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you make a good, up. you make a valid argument. The commentary on this game is gonna be so biased too. Yeah, because because it's on ESPN. Yep. So this 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 like I this game's no strap. I can't. And the Chargers, Chargers. I like you have such a good roster, but yet you guys just can't make the shit work. Like at points. Like, you guys should have ran all over the Titans, and, like, they just simply just couldn't do it until Herbo's literally last drive of a missile piss rocket throw. The Chargers need a new athletic trainer. They can, they are always getting the injury bug bad. Oh, my yeah. God. Only 66 yards for the Jets going into the second half. I just – that's what he got sacked. That – I mean, and the Jaguars have 200. 
and then the Jack, like that that tells you the difference of quarterback like Colby was mentioning you know how how can how can Zach Wilson feel right now how low can you go well hey guys anyway. I think Zach Wilson might be a bust <laughs> I think I think he might be uh he might suck I, I compared Zach Wilson to Josh Rosen Pretty accurate He's so far. Josh Rosen. As starts. He's he has more starts. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was Not so that bad. that's a high bar. The better comparison is like I've heard people have compared him to Jamarcus Russell. That's bad. <laughs> oh. Zach Wilson. Oh man. I really thought he was gonna be the guy after the whole storyline this offseason about him being a pure savage, but he's not. I know we've said this before, but, like, can you imagine, like, where the Bears, the Jets, how they would be feeling right now had they picked uh, Justin Fields instead? Like, they would be Super Bowl contenders, probably. <laughs> yeah, watch the Bears go off this week and Colby's pick actually snaps. Like, n- not only that, not only does Colby's pick cover, don't get me wrong, but Justin Fields just goes off, you know? And it's just... Yeah. Dude, he's a dog. Like, he's literally playing with, like, garbage and nonsense. Like, he's got a terrible line, not the best weapons, um, and a hey, bad defense. Chase Claypool. Uh, yeah. Just, by the way, the Chase Claypool trade, that's looking like an all-time fleecing by the Steelers so far. The Bears have not won a game. I, I, I called it a fleece. I called but, it a fleece immediately as I said it. I was like, I, the Steelers fleeced them. I saw, I saw it was like, since that trade, the Bears have not won a game, and the Steelers, I think, are like four and two <laughs> since the you trade. Know, like they were because they were two and six when they made that trade. You know what meant lives rent free in my head that I always just think about occasionally is that Chase Claypool play where I think it was against the Vikings, and he caught that oh, pass, and then yeah. the clock was running, and he it was like celebrating a, under the a first down. Left, yeah. Yeah, that was oh. and, it, and it pretty much screwed them. It screwed them because he wasted a good like seven seconds off the clock yeah. from celebrating the first down. Yeah. Not to mention Trevor Simeon also injured your only good receiver. True. Darnell Darnell Moon. Moon. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, like it doesn't. The times don't get easy for uh, old fields. And then here's Justin. Here's Zach Wilson. Who just, Uncorks it all the way to the fans are looking happy right now with that. (laughs) People are throwing out someone's jersey under. I mean, hey, I think uh, actually, yeah, our friend Matt, he was the one that he's actually a Jets fan, and he, uh, he, I think that was his biggest nightmare is Aaron Rodgers moves over to New York, (laughs) and it just be like a Brett Favre situation all over again. I would want to be on the Jets if I was Aaron Rodgers, but yeah, no way he's going to copy Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers can be back on the Packers next year. He's not retired or anything. Like, no way. I think Rodgers had at least one more year. He, do you know how much? There's no way he's gonna walk away from all that money. <laughs> like, that's just too much money. Come on. <laughs> all right, sorry, Chill. We can. He's get... too much of a competitor. All right, so I guess. Uh... I guess Christian, you want to recap everybody what's going on with these bets right now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, it looks like that Wilson one's not looking too high. So in the middle of our um our debacle of uh, our Zoom meetings, 
Trevor Lawrence scored, so he did win about 120 off that for first touchdown. And I also have two parlays going, and both of them just need Zach Wilson to run in the ball, but right now he's playing like a prime Josh Rosen right now. Um, so the situation is, if Zach Wilson scores a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, I should win about a eleven hundred dollars. Uh, so <laughs> this is this is a lot on Zach Wilson to really just run one in. So I'm really hoping he pulls that off. Um, so that's where we're at with the betting situation. And then shout out Argentina for this past weekend for putting me up over a thousand in bets. That's hype. So that was. That was hype. Shit, I put shit quite a bit. cashing in. Yeah, so that was quite a bit. Um, but yeah, so this week's their due. Okay, so the cold is playing a factor into this. So we have two running backs. Joe Mixon is very due. Very due. Nick Chubb is very, very due. Very due. I have him in fantasy. <laughs> very due. Yeah. I can't then, any of that right now. Yeah, and then Stephon Diggs is very, very due. Stephon hasn't scored in about two, three games. So, and these are all the one o'clock games. So, last time I had a parlay where they were all the one o'clock games and all cash before halftime. That was electric. That was the least stressful one. This is a star-studded do list this week. Yeah, and it's plus 840. So, I love this. Um, so, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Stephon Diggs. So, that is their due of this week. It's a superb list, as always, Christian. I expect great things and hopefully a nice big cash out. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a nice way for us. I don't want us to do one of those basic, cheesy, you know, what presents should you give each team and all that jazz. So, uh, I guess uh, we're going to do our are always like we always do our upsets and statements and i guess uh which we're going to try, i guess i'll festively name these games so for the statement okay. game we're going to call it the rudolph game because you know rudolph's nose <laughs> shines so bright that this game has to be the state so uh this week's statement game colby i'm going to let you take the throne for the first round this week sorry i was muted um oh okay the statement game is is tough. You know, there's some good options here. I'll say, I'll take Dallas for my statement game. I know it wouldn't be; it's not a huge statement to be Minshew, but just as it's have a nice reminder that okay, this Dallas team is still pretty good. They'll probably choke in the playoffs, but they're gonna certainly be there. Um, just to get a confidence-boosting win for them because it's been a choppy couple of weeks. I'll say Dallas for my statement game. Rudolph game, sorry. Yeah, for our Rudolph game. Uh, Christian, who do you got for the Rudolph game? Give me the Steelers. Statement game coming out. Put it on the show for the world in honor of Franco Harris. Hmm. Yeah, can't get any can't, – that can't be any more of a statement than that, really. I'm going with the Packers. I, I think this is, if they if they are really going to be all about it into this playoff push, the Packers have to win this game. Um, same thing for the Dolphins, honestly, too. So, either one can be said, but I'm going to say the Packers because I feel like they might pull something out their proverbial hat. Um, and then I guess for our upset game – 
I'm going to call it the grandma got hit by the reindeer game because nobody can be happy about their grandma getting hit by reindeer. Um, so it's a very, very long title, but uh, bear with me on that one. <laughs> but just know it's the upset game, everybody. So for our upset, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. I think the best one to have an upset, man, has to be, I feel like the Panthers would be a fun one. Honestly, because Colby already took the Bears. So give me the Panthers as the upset. Um, stopping the, especially stopping these red hot Panthers. I mean, Panthers, uh, Lions, sorry. Christian, who do you got for your give grandma me, got hit reindeer game? <laughs> give me the Philadelphia Eagles of Gardner Minshew. That's the perfect guy for this game, honestly. I feel like he watched that, watched the cartoon movie a lot. Uh, Colby, who do you got? Oh, well, thank you guys so much for leaving this upset for me. Um, the grandma got hit by a reindeer upset game. I have to take the commanders because I foresaw it in my in my dreams. So give me the commanders to win outright because in my dream, they didn't just cover. They won outright. I saw Taylor Heineke celebrating and everything. So the, give me the commanders to upset the Niners. That's my upset pick. All right. And Colby, you can go ahead and kick us off with uh, our locks of the week. Oh, well, if you're going to give me the first lock, I got to go to the very biased place. But we all agree the Pittsburgh Steelers, Franco Harris game, immaculate reception. Like we've said, we, we, we went through the whole thing in our fish. Got to have this. Give me the Steelers. My first lock minus that two and a half. Christian, who do you got? Give me the Bengals minus three. Like this game. Oh, like- oh, oh, oh. I'll be taking. The, I'll take the cornball again, but the Patriots just stink more. So I just have like that, that's a that's that's a low number. It's gonna be a sad day for Christian when Joe Burrow's holding up the Lombardi Trophy in in another month or so. That cornball would never host a Lombardi Trophy, right? That we will never <laughs> freaking host. Right. right. I might have to put a, I might have to put some money on them now that Christian just said that. Uh, for everyone that no, just does know, big, big, hey, hey, big, big cat, big. I have gotten winner. I've, he is right. I've yeah. called, <laughs> I've called the Warriors right. to win, and I've called Argentina to win. I have two. I've called two winners this year on championship. So, um, but big cat put money on the Bengals to win. So Bengals won't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just like how the Vikings won't win because uh, they have the pinky bet or a tattoo bet. Uh, oh, the tattoo win. bet. Yeah, they do have the yeah. tattoo bet. <laughs> so my odds are already uh, against me. For my lock of the week, give me my Vikings. I don't know. I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You know, only three and a half points at home. It's Christmas Eve, especially the game that we just pulled out. Come on, man. Give me those Vikings. And then for my second lock, whew. Give me the Bills. I like the Bills. Yeah. They have to keep control of that AFC. They got to prove it to everybody. And I want them to, I think they'll do their job and cover that very big spread of eight and a half, but I think they can do it. Uh, Christian, who do you got? Give me the Lions two and a half. Ooh. Bold. Very bold. Is this another week where you put the Lions on? No. Lines are back back on the lock list. Colby, who do you got? All right. Oh, so I get two here. Oh, well, you know, he covered for me last week. I, I got to go with it again just because it's way too many points. Give me the Falcons plus six and a half. That's 
That is way too many points. I don't. That is the line out of all the lines this week. That is the one that confuses me the most. So I, I don't get that at all. So I'm going to take the line or the Falcons plus the six and a half. Uh, and then the second one, a little bit tougher. Give me, let me get the, give me the Rams plus three. I, I, I don't think the Broncos, this is a bad game. They're at home getting three points. That might be stupid, but I'll take the Rams plus three as my last lock. God, the rest of these games are so ugly. They oh, are wow. ugly. Yeah, that's why I was scrolling there for a second. I was like, oh, I don't love any of these. How <laughs> oh, funny it is. I'm just going to take the Browns two and a half because this is just like an ugly slate. Like, and yeah, Browns two and a half. Uh, I would just like to thank all of you for leaving me the Eagles and Gardner Minshew. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ride the hype train one last time until Jalen Hurts comes out, comes back. Gardner, keep the good times rolling. And uh, I'm going to take the Eagles to upset the Cowboys and, and keep everyone in a keep everyone in a great mystery of what the hell's going act going on in Dallas again. Oof. All right, there you have it. That is, yeah. That We've is, been on it with is. our locks lately. At least I have. Yeah, uh, I have. I've only got yeah. one wrong the last two weeks. I have. Oh, I got one wrong. Both. Everyone's got one By wrong. Half point. Wrong. We all have been one wrong last week on our on our locks. Just one off. So, Christian was the closest. He had the Bills and they, but they, uh, you know, had to do that desperation field goal when the Miami game was a crazy spread. But man, mm-hmm. holidays oh. are coming up, man. I hope everybody's gonna have a good one. This was uh some good stuff as always, guys. Beautiful. We want to get some final thoughts in here. Oh yeah, I completely forgot. I know I was waiting for you to <laughs> say it, but I'll just I was wondering and I completely forgot. Oh, you know, we got final thoughts. Empty. Oh yeah. Um well, final thoughts, yeah, guys. What are final thoughts? No. <laughs> um, I guess I'll start. I mean, Christmas coming up, excited for this uh, pretty fun NBA slate on Christmas, particularly Boston-Milwaukee. That is a really good one. Um, I'm just, you know how excited I am for the NBA. At some point soon, we're going to do a whole NBA episode. But um, I'll say excited for the Christmas games, and then also props to Cleveland Cavaliers. They're they're everything that we thought they would be. They They got a nice win over Milwaukee last night. Garland and Mitchell is a disgusting backcourt. The Cavs are the real deal. That's my final thoughts. Christian, what are your final thoughts, man? Final thoughts is that, you know, on Christmas weekend, we have some good sports going on. Hope everyone has a fantastic time. If you have uh, anyone working this weekend for Christmas, like, come chilling. So enjoy the time off. Um, and also, we can't forget about the bowl games. Bowl game season is pretty much upon us. Um, so that's definitely something that you'll know, keep tabs of. Of course, the major games will be next weekend. Uh, but we do have a cool, good, quite slate itself. Um, something I am keen on, Mississippi State, um, Michael Leach game. Like, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta root for Mississippi State. Michael Leach ultimate football guy. I just love I just love listening to that man just rant on about the most random stuff. Um so 
they're looking ahead of that. Um, but hopefully, hopefully Zach Wilson catches me over a grand tonight if he just somehow just plays like a competent quarterback for one drive and just runs. Wishful it. thinking. Damn, that's profound thought. Dang, man. All right, and uh, good stuff. Oh, gosh, man, this is a tough final thought. There's so much going on, you know, with the holidays. You know, we got some interesting games and stuff. Most importantly, I feel like my final thoughts are just have a good, just to have a good time, you know, this weekend, you know, with all the craziness that can happen. So that, that's my final thoughts, guys. And this time, it's officially been some good stuff as the Jets, oh, my God, they just caught the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Wow. I think I know. I, I think he did. I think he did the play where he 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 had a foot out of bounds and caught it. So then they can start with the forty-five. If I'm not mistaken, I was about to say that. I was about to say if that's on the Jags, big IQ moment. But if not, oof. If not, big oof. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why is uh, why is there? I'm watching this on a stream, folks. Okay, yeah, my stream was for some reason saying Flacco was going to be coming in, but no, Zach Wilson. He has his helmet on. He has the helmet on. Just, just watch out, Colby. Just, just watch out, man. I'm, January, January. I, I am not watching out. I will very much be not watching. So, no. that's a good final. That's a good. That's some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.